Hey everybody, welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April, and as always, I'm looking for my good buddy, Seth Robinson. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well, doing yeah. well. Yeah, we're about to enter the uh, unofficial start of summer weekend here, Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to go up to Maine. I've been to Maine already this year, but this will be kind of the official kickoff of uh, the summer beach life. Yeah, so, it'll be busy there. It should be. It's supposed to be in the 80s and 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 nice, like unseasonably warm uh, for May. So because it could go either way, it could be cold, yeah. um, but it's not going to be. So I'm looking forward to that. How about you? Yeah, we're going to try to open up the pool this weekend, which... You know, I think we've talked about it before, like we, you know, bought this house and it came with a pool. It's probably not something I would have chosen, but now we got it and it's either, you know, tear it down or, or try to try to do the thing. So we're going to, you know, we're going to get it opened up. It seems like it should be pretty straightforward and okay. Um, and it won't be, won't be ready to jump into it this weekend, but um, it, it's supposed to be nice here too. So it should be a good weekend to kind of get it open up and work out all the kinks and get everything connected and. By the summer, I'll be swimming. So yeah, well, you can invite me out then. That, yeah, get, it, get, it, get it all set up and make sure the water is reasonably warm temperature, and then I'll come out and visit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds great. We can do it. So. Sounds good. So we uh, we have a guest with us today. Somebody who's um, who is in the Comptia family. Yeah, we do. We uh, wanted to talk again about data today. Data is something that CompTIA's started to get into more and more, uh, branching out a little bit from infrastructure and cybersecurity, which has been kind of mainstays. Uh, and so we're looking more into data products and data certifications. Uh, Going to be launching a new Data Sys Plus certification aimed at database administrators this year. And so we wanted to have a guest on and kind of talk through our current thoughts around data and data pathways. And so we are inviting on Ken Sardoni. He is CompTIA's Senior Vice President of Education Programs, overseeing education leads in various disciplines, one of which is data, which uh, Ken himself has a pretty good background on and is, has provided a lot of guidance on. So Ken, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Carolyn. Nice to be with you today. And Always great to talk about data. One of my loves. Oh, good. Oh, excellent. Where are you uh, coming to us from, Ken? Uh, Utah? I'm coming from Utah. So I live in Alpine, Utah. It's between Salt Lake and Provo, uh, right up against the mountains. Got a lot of water coming down with all the snow this year. So it's a little hectic right now, but we're managing. Yeah, yeah you, you had a heck of a winter out there um, with the snow totals. Yeah, hopefully we can fill up some reservoirs, get some water to Arizona and Nevada and California. Be nice. Yeah, yeah they'd appreciate it. I know that. <laughs> well, we're excited to talk to you about data, Ken. Like I said, it's a little bit of a newer field for CompTIA. It's a little bit of a newer field, I think, within the IT industry. When we published our framework back in 2016 and we identified these four main pillars of IT operations, uh, we had infrastructure and software development and cybersecurity, and I think that those were all pretty well accepted. But then we included data as a standalone uh, principle and op operation that a lot of IT departments were looking into. And I think at the time that was uh, just kind of at the beginning of a lot of companies really starting to form up their own data teams and look at data as a discipline. There had been a lot of talk about big data. I would say now here in 2023, 
it's less novel. I think a lot of people do understand that that looking at the data uh, as its own thing and not just a piece of other IT operations is the type of thing that's really going to get you ahead in business these days. So what are what are your thoughts looking back over the past five or 10 years of how the field of data has evolved for companies, uh, especially within their IT operations? Well, you make some great points there, Seth, and a lot of really interesting trends that have gone on. So if we look back even two, three decades, data was very important, but it was really kind of locked with database systems. And so you had network and hierarchical systems where it was very closely locked. You had relational database systems that loosened the coupling a bit, but it was still within the relational database system. So on a product like Oracle uh, or a product like Microsoft's uh, SQL Server or IBM DB2, so at that point in terms of data, data really resided in the IT organization by and large, and it resided in the applications that were being run by these databases. So you had a lot of database administration and database administrators. So they were the ones setting up the databases, uh, the applications on top of them. Uh, but it was a little harder to move data around and make it actionable in the organization. We've got some new tools now as we've moved to data warehousing and as we've moved to the cloud that have helped to decouple that, uh, particularly when you look at Snowflake and the storage and AWS and so forth. So that's allowed us to do a lot of interesting things to make data more actionable. And from the business standpoint, that what that means is that I can be much more data driven in my decision making. I can also serve up more data internally to the company and within the workflow of the company. And then I can do that in my services to employees and even in my products to employees. So those are some of the trends that we're seeing. And especially as we're starting to get data from multiple devices like IoT, you know, where we're on the edge computing, uh, we can now bring that data in from a lot of different places, analyze it, see what's going on with our customers, what's going on with our business, report back and make decisions on that. So it's opened up a whole set of job roles that are really interesting around that. Yeah, you, you, you raise, I think, the big, um, the big picture point here that um, the manipulation of data and the use of data um, from an analytical standpoint, will really open so many doors for companies to be able to run their businesses better, make tar you know forecasting, um, shore up things internally as well as externally with um, the business outcomes that they're looking for with customers. Um, you talk about job roles, though, and I and I know that's what we're very focused on here at CompTIA. And I see the titles all the time. You know, there's data this, data scientists, data analysts, data you name it, fill in the blank. Could you walk us through a little bit then, because clearly the um, importance and the rise of data as its own sort of functional area and, and being so um, business critical um, has spawned all of these new titles in job roles. Um, what are, I mean, is are there fine lines of differentiation between these job roles? Or are they very distinct? If you're somebody who's trying to break into a, a data path as your career, is there a, you know, a linear trajectory or can you kind of start in different places? Well, Marilyn, that, that's a really good thought. And uh, let me kind of express how I think about it and visualize it. I see two really kind of different paths. One path is where I have my database administrators and my data engineers. 
And so their responsibility really is to collect data, manage the systems that have the data. They cleanse the data, move it into formats that are actionable and can be used by systems or people and serve that data up. And there's a lot of trends there. We talked about some of the trends with application decoupling. There's also trends in moving to the cloud. And then artificial intelligence is really driving that because again, artificial intelligence is all data driven. So if I look at those positions and roles, I've got a database administrator. They're probably uh, working with data that is more structured. Um, it's probably in an application over one of the major databases, again, Oracle, SQL Server, DB2, MySQL, and they're managing the access to the data, bringing that data in. The database administrator may work a little bit with the data warehouse as data is moved from transactional systems uh, to analytical systems or to the data lake. At that point, though, we start getting data engineers involved where they're really taking that data, manipulating it and serving it up to support the levels of the organization and the jobs, uh, job roles that we'll talk about in a second where they visualize the data. So I look at those foundational pieces with database administration and data engineering. Sometimes you'll get crossover between that. In larger companies, it'll be much more siloed and formal, you'll be either a database administrator or a database engineer. If you move to mid-size or smaller companies, the lines get a little more blurry because you don't have as many people. And so you may be doing data engineering work and may do database administration. So that's really kind of the pathway of that structural supporting. Then we have the people that are visualizing the data. So we've got our data analysts and our data analysts look, work with a lot of front-end tools to create things like dashboards, uh, scorecards, reports. They're looking for insights and trends in the data. And then they're typically presenting those in report format to the decision makers in the organization, um, either in reports or in these dashboards and scorecards. So if it's in reports, then the business people can look at them in the reports, see the key insights, and go ahead and, and make changes in the business. If it's in scorecards or dashboards, then when there's uh, outliers or things happening where something goes maybe from a really good state, like a green state to a yellow or red, then they can do what interventions they need to for whatever that business process is. Um, so those are the data analysts. The data scientists are really starting to move more into the heuristics and mathematical processing on the data, the data analyst will do some of that. But then they're also training up now these large language models. And typically in the past, they were doing more of the heuristic analysis of the data. They still do heuristic, but now they're starting to bring in large language models, AI, uh, mm -hmm. to go ahead and analyze that data and then to serve it up. And interesting things as well, we looked at the data being served to people in the organization, those business leaders. But one of the other things that I find is interesting is data being uh, analyzed and insights, and then that data fed back into transactional systems. So I may get an insight about sales or customer preference through this analysis, and then systems now are automatically through reverse ETL sending it to systems like Salesforce or HubSpot to then make actionable for frontline sales workers. And that's a fantastic use of data as well too. So it's not just management decision makers 
or executive decision makers, but even people uh, that are doing the transactions in the business now have this data to be more effective in their roles. Yeah, yeah great. Thanks for describing those, those roles. Uh, like you said, from company to company, you're probably going to see some blurring of lines. You know, you're probably not going to see too many companies outside some of the biggest ones that would have four distinct roles, you know, four groups of people, uh, you know, companies are going to be resource constrained. You're always going to see some blurring. But I, I think that, the, that those are what we see as the four types of roles that exist in the workforce today. Uh, you mentioned that we've got these two pathways and it starts with database administrator or it starts with a data analyst. And so those are like the first jobs that somebody might have on a pathway. But I think it's important to distinguish that they're not exactly entry level roles, right? You know, that's not, they're not roles that you could get into as quickly as you can get into something like IT support. Uh, that, that might be the first role that you take after some amount of training, maybe after some previous experience, but uh, they are relatively complex roles. So, I mean, between those two roles that are the first ones on these pathways, What's the relative amount of, of training or experience that you think someone would need to get into either one of those? Mm -hmm. It depends on the path that they take. And with the training as well, too, as you get into these roles, there's the technical aspect to the training. Uh, but each of the roles really have to understand the business as well. So they're not just collecting or, or visualizing data just for data's sake. They really have to bring it into the workflows and the process of the business. So there's a couple of different ways I can start. Let's look at, at database administration. Um, I could start with certifications with database administration. I may come into a database team as a junior DBA. I may be given uh, certain responsibilities. It may be enrolling users on the system and doing some of the security, but not the end-to-end -end database administration. Uh, and so those that's kind of a, a way to get in there. Um, I may come in with a degree as well, or I may come in with certifications, go to the help desk, become a network administrator or a systems administrator, like some of the past that we have, and then find I really like administration. And then I would take uh, certifications or training then to do that type of administration on the databases as well. So if I really like ne network administration or system administration, then I'd be a good candidate for that database administration and that database administrator role. Uh, if I were doing data analysis, uh, and that's kind of an interesting thing because IT organizations will have their data analysts, uh, but data analysis is also spread through the organization. So I might have data analysis roles in finance, I might have uh, them in accounting, I might have them in manufacturing as they're visualizing the data. So for someone that likes that, there are people that like telling stories with the data uh, there are people that have some good background in analyzing data, uh, applying statistics to the data, looking for insights and trends in the data, uh, you know, telling those stories and taking it through. So uh, someone might take a Data Plus certification. Uh, they might have come out of school with some econ background or statistics background. If they like that analysis, then marrying it with the data analysis. And also if they like to put things together like scorecards, uh, dashboards, those types of things. So very creative there, those would be 
uh, people that would go through. One of the things that's fascinating about all these roles, though, is the tools change a lot. And so there's the initial training to get in, uh, but then there's learning the new tools, you know, as they come out. Uh, and so that makes it a lot uh, very exciting. If you don't want to be bored, data is a great place because so many tools and things are moving into there. So if I went into that database uh, administrator route and I really liked that, and then I started wanting to look at unstructured data, then I would look at training and certifications to move into that data science role where I would look at gathering data uh, from edge devices, bringing it into IT, and then serving it uh, up to uh, artificial intelligence and training models and so forth. Uh, so that's kind of with that data engineering piece. And we see the data engineers typically being database administrators that want to move into some of, the, some of those other pieces. And then for uh, data analysis, moving into that data science role, uh, the data uh, you know, analysts may decide, gee, I really like what's going on with AI. Um, I like these models. I want to take kind of that heuristic math background. I want to start training models. Then they could move into that data science role and pick up the skills there. Well, I like that you said that this wouldn't be a boring field because clearly it's uh, an opportunity to be in a variety of different roles and they sound very multidisciplinary to me. Um, it's not just having, you know, one skill set, but um, for many of these roles, it sounds as though you're a business acumen or your financial acumen or, you know, something that outside of an actual technology discipline is going to be just as important for you to be successful. I think that that probably is attractive to many potential candidates out there. It's really interesting, Carolyn, because with data, you can go ahead and do that and then not boredom. And, and if I ever learned to not be bored, life would be a lot easier for me. But if you wanted just that stable and, and consistent uh, lifestyle, you could be a database administrator and, and manage the databases for a couple of applications and, and enjoy that. But you hit on a really key point that I want to emphasize. And you know, kind of see where you guys are at on it is that it is multidisciplinary. So now that we're dealing with data and we're dealing with collection really out of the IT systems as well, where we've got some good security, now we're getting it from edge devices. So it might be coming from our cars or it might be coming from our phones or it might be coming from anywhere. Now, all of a sudden, a data person's not only just data and the business that we've talked about, but they have to to know security and they've got to secure that data as it moves from these edge devices into IT and then as it moves out you know, to all of the, the areas of the business that are running it and as it moves from application to application. So I could get the security right in the database or the data lake or the data warehouse, but as I'm serving it back on reverse ETL, maybe into a Salesforce or a HubSpot, I've got to make sure that all the security is set there. So security is a big deal. Also now with a lot of the scripting that's happening in data, we're seeing a lot of uh, people that are in data uh, really start to refresh their programming skills or develop them even, even further. There's a lot of scripting that happens, a lot of programming in Python that now happens, and not just at that data layer where you've got your database administrators and your data engineers, but also with your data analyst and data scientists, because now they're training models using Python, they're doing analysis using Python, they may be automating stuff that they did in spreadsheets that takes, you know, 
two days to do. They can now do in Python in a 30 minute process. And so that multidisciplinary is really cool for people that like that, because then you're now working with this uh, end to end system and ecosystem. You've also got the security there, the programming aspects with that, the multiple applications. And one of the things, Carolyn, that you underscored that I've always loved about it is the business aspects. I like understanding how the data I'm collecting, the data I'm supporting, the data I'm serving up really set, serves the business. And how do we put it into our products and services for our customers? How do we make better decisions with it? So data is key and these job roles are really key about moving it through the organization and helping the organizations be efficient and effective and, and competitive as they use it. Great. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a great description of the, the landscape right now that has become so complex that we keep talking about. And it offers up all of these opportunities for ways to build your skill and, and ways to dabble in some other areas that might not be your primary area. Uh, you know, if you're a database administrator, you also kind of have to know the infrastructure that your databases are sitting on. Um, and all of these things blend together. And a lot of people try to come up with, uh, you know, different titles of, you know, DevOps or, or data ops or secure data ops or, you know, whatever it is, all these combinations out there. And there's really, you know, just a, an endless number of, of ways that people are combining things. And so much of the challenge, I think, is trying to break it down into uh, common buckets and, and, and trying to help somebody that's just at the beginning of a journey understand what are the basic things that you would want to understand if you want to step into a role as a database administrator or a data analyst, or if you're trying to transition from one field to another, maybe it's not even a technical field. Uh, you know, what's your best pathway for that? There are lots of different, you know, pathways that are leading to lots of different outcomes. Uh, and you can go from company to company and hear, you know, different ways of how they're approaching it and, and different ways that they're wanting to focus some of their skills and their skill growth. Uh, so there, there's definitely, like we keep saying, no, no, you know, risk of getting bored here. Uh, and, and hopefully, even as we continue to automate and, and find efficient ways of doing things, I think the appetite and the complexity are just going to lead to more opportunity for job skill. And, and the last thing that I'd say, you know, wrapping this up, Ken, is you were kind of highlighting the, the different things that people do in their day job from a database analyst, really on those two different pathways. You know, you've got the management pathway where you're really managing the data and, and maybe it's a little bit more, you know, technical and you're focused on the data itself. And over on the interpret pathway with the data analysts and the data scientists, they're thinking about it in a different way. Uh, so they've got some technical skills, but they're probably aiming towards where the business needs to go. And, and I think that that opportunity of being able to think about the technology differently and not just be, you know, a backroom IT person that's, you know, staring at code or, or pulling cable the whole time and, and not really integrating with the business. I think those days are, are gone and we've still got a lot of those hardcore technical skills, but we've got so much more opportunity for people to employ whatever strengths they have to problems where technology and business are overlapping. Um, so this has been a great overview of data pathways. There's going to be a lot more content coming out from us describing all of these different roles and all of the different ways that people can can get into them. But uh, thanks for lending us your expertise for this episode. Thank You're you. very welcome. I thanks. I enjoyed the opportunity. As you can tell, I'm passionate about it. 
and have enjoyed a, a lot of the areas of data over the years of my career. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so if you'll if you'll hang with us for one more minute, we're going to take a look in our career spotlight segment at someone who is in a role that Ken mentioned earlier of IT support uh, that can lead into one of these data roles. And we're going to take a look at Daniel and a little bit of what his day to day job looks like. As a help desk technician, you're going to start off your day by opening up your ticketing system. I approach solving my customers' IT issues from a very basic perspective. At first, I find out what the issue is and try to understand that. I try to figure out what's causing the issue in order to resolve it. We then take what we consider a level three approach and we try to make a change in the environment so that no one else has the same issue again. So it sounds like Daniel is, as we described, somebody who's on the very beginning of sort of an entry-level job within IT and beginning that pathway. And as we described in our discussion earlier, clearly some of the data positions that we talked about are further upstream in terms of where your career would be at, some of the technical skills involved. But that entry-level job into IT, where it could be a wonderful place to sit for your career, um, is also a launching pad for some of these other other things. And it gives, I think the exposure that somebody say sitting on a help desk gets to different types of um, constituents issues, the type of troubleshooting they have to do is going to um, automatically bump them into the data world in some way. Um, somebody's missing something, a document, and then there's data that's gotten corrupted or whatever it happens to be. Um, they're going to interact in some way with how data matters to their organization. And before you know it, you never know, they could be flying up into a, a different type of job. Yeah, there's a couple of things Danielle identified that are key. Communicating with your stakeholders, identifying what their true problem is, solving that problem. And, and once that problem's solved, we don't want to solve it again for everyone else that has it. How do we bring into our systems to make sure that that's solved? Those are critical skills for any of the technology Daniel may want to pursue. The nice thing about being at the help desk is Daniel gets experience with maybe solving a network problem, maybe solving an operating system problem, maybe solving a database problem or getting it in front of the, the database administrator. As Daniel identifies, gee, this is really cool. I like this or I like that, whether it be data security, uh, networking or so forth, data, uh, Daniel can then go ahead and look at how do I get the certifications I need, the training I need to yeah. get the skills to move into the role. The other thing that's interesting is technology is so critical for the business that if Daniel not only solves his customer tickets, but looks for more ways to provide service in the organization or to say, gee, I've done a little bit of SQL now, which is one of the database languages to solve a customer's problem. I like that. Getting with the database administrator or with a data analyst and say, gee, I really like this. I've been doing some SQL. Do you have some things that I can help you with? Mm -hmm. And as I've been a database administrator and done data analysis, when people come to me like that, it's sure, I want to mentor them and coach them. So Daniel can find those mentors and coaches, the right certifications, right training, and really go where he wants in his career. But the key thing is solving those customers' problems. If he can solve you know, the tickets, close them quickly and efficiently, that'll really help launch his career wherever he wants to go with technology in the organization. 
Yeah. No. Last thing that I would add is, you know, Carolyn, you mentioned that he's seeing possible data issues, you know, coming in on the front end, things that he would have to solve or things that are causing problems for people. On the back end, all of these IT support specialists are collecting their own data. They're, you know, building their own set of data about customer issues and starting to try to figure out well, where are there some common issues? You know, what's driving some some problems that we're seeing over and over again? How can we be more efficient? So from that aspect, they're really getting some firsthand experience with data that's getting collected and what you end up doing with that data. So I think that ends up being um, a good visibility into what a data career might look like as well. Those help desk people, they know, they know all the problem users out there. They've got all the data, <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the good stuff on people. Yeah, that's that's their other set of data is, you know, who's on, who's in their 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 book of bad names. and, and <laughs> Well, uh, Ken, thanks again for joining us. It was great to hear your insights. Uh, you definitely bring a lot of expertise to this area, and we're really looking forward to, uh, to what you do with the education programs here at CompTIA. Thanks, as always, to our producer, Andrew McMillan and Carolyn. I'll see you next time for another great episode. Take care. Thank you.